Welcome in, folks, to Out of Your Falcon Mind. My name is John. Back again with another video here in the free agent series that we're doing. This is kind of free agent and kind of not because we do have a couple of guys here for the quarterback options that are not free agents, but they are options for uh, the Falcons moving forward in 2024. So we will do that. First of all, if you're new to the channel, man, welcome in. Hope you enjoy the content. Hope you enjoy the shows we put out, live shows every Thursday during the offseason. During the season, you can catch us twice a week uh, on Thursday, normally previewing the, the upcoming game. And then either Sunday after the game or Monday uh, evening, we'll be recapping the game. So, and then of course, we sometimes will drop shows if there's new uh, new news about the team or anything drops that's out that's crazy or whatever. We may drop a live show as well. Uh, and during the offseason, we're going to be putting out videos like this. Of course, some draft profiles, whatnot. So just keep your eyes on the channel. If it's like I said, if it's your first time here or if you're if you're returning, man, we appreciate you guys for coming back and uh, and watching. If you could like the video, subscribe to the channel. We much appreciate it. Just keep us growing, man. We're almost at 1,500 subscribers, which is awesome for us, man. And, and we're shooting for like 100 likes on every video, just you know, just uh, as, as a minimum, because those likes help us get out there to more Falcons fans. So uh, tonight on the show, I have somebody helping me out because he's a great friend of ours. Been on the show several times if you have watched the show before. Uh, and like, you know, he does write for the Vikings and all. So I thought it might be a pretty good idea to have him on since, you know, there's a guy named Kirk Cousins who's been pretty, uh, you know, out there as far as possibly coming to the Falcons. So, Mr. Savion Mixon, buddy, how's it going, dude? What's good? What's good, John? Oh, it feels so good to be back, man. Uh, it's weird because it's your first time not doing a live, isn't it? It's the first time us ever recording a video. Yeah, yeah, we're just yeah, we're just recording. We're just yeah, we're just chatting it up. Yeah, no, 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 uh, no chat or comments to me. That's great because I can stay focused. You know, because the, the, yeah. the chat, the chat is. I mean, I love the chat. Don't get me wrong, but man, when I've got that going on, I got Mike talking some crazy shit. I got to keep up with, and then it is crazy. To show All of track. it. I mean, it, it challenges it, it. It challenges me, man. It challenges every bit of uh, you know, every bit of me that I, I have to yep. keep everything on track. But you know, it's all good. Uh, but y'all stay tuned in the video. Mike will have a little bit of an input on his yes. QB situation here as well. The um, ideal QB situation if, if you're a Falcons fan. And if you know Mike at all, if you watch the show at all, this should not surprise you one bit. That's all I'm going to say about it. Um, all right. So as I mentioned, Savion is a writer for the Vikings Wire and has been all of last season, right? Pretty much all of last season you covered him. Yeah, the entirety of last season. I was I got on in July, July 1st. Mm -hmm. uh, that was my first one. And so ever since then, I've been doing 30 a month, mm -hmm. uh, 30 articles a month for them. So please go and check it out. Um, if you start looking at stuff, that means that we that I can start getting, you know, other things to do besides writing about the Vikings. I would love to come back and write about the Falcons every now and again, but there I you don't go. have time right now. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So go help the man out. God damn it. But uh, as y'all know, uh, well, if you don't know, Savion is a huge Falcons fan because that's how we met. We started doing, he was, you know, I guess you're still on new money on Falcons podcast, right? Whenever y'all. Yep. Yeah. Still on that. I mean, we, we did the lot we did last year. We live streamed the draft with Savion and all the guys. We're going to do that again this year without a doubt that's happening. So, uh, you know, make sure y'all stay tuned for that. Cause we will live stream the first round of the draft. So, um, all right, let's get on the quarterbacks, but everyone try to keep this. Uh, this is going to be a little bit longer than the previous two videos. Number one, because mm -hmm. the quarterback position, uh, for us is extremely important because we got to hit on this one. So, and we may not, take one of these guys because obviously we know we got the draft coming up and there's some damn good guys in the draft that we may either move up to get or maybe even take one later on but there are some free agent guys out there 
that we do have a possibility of getting in. So we will start just start with Kirk Cousins, man. Your guy up there in Minnesota, 36 years old, uh, projected around $40 million is what I've been seeing. And you can tell me if I'm wrong. And uh, I did see that the Vikings said today if uh, that they were, they were not down with like Garrett giving him a fully guaranteed deal. And that's kind of, I guess, what he wanted. But then recently he also said that God has blessed me financially beyond my wildest dreams. So at this stage of my career, the dollar is really not what it's about. So his wife's from Alpharetta, you know, they, they're, you know, maybe that, I don't know, has something to do with it. You know, um, what say you about Kirk Cousins as a possibility here? Pros, cons, you know, you, the, the, the man was having a career year before he got his Achilles injured. Mm-hmm. So. And a ton of metrics like he was he was tops in the NFL in EPA per play, freaking adjusted EPA, all these different metrics, uh, CPOE, which is uh, completion percentage over expected. You know, he was he was doing his thing and he was essentially top 10 in pretty much everything before he got hurt. And what really stinks was that the last two games before he got hurt against the 49ers and against the Packers you kind of saw what this offense could be. The defense was starting to kind of blossom into what it was going to be, which it kind of came into fruition as a whole uh, during the stretch without him before the bye week. But unfortunately, once he went out, I mean, they couldn't really couldn't really take advantage of it. But to keep it on Kirk, man, the pros is you get – I think what Steven Ruiz uh, from the ringer called him the ultimate system quarterback. If mm-hmm. you have a good system, he will run it to its, to its, to, to, to what it's supposed to look like. The con is no more, no less. That is what you get. You get what the system allows. It's essentially, it's essentially what is drawn up on paper that's what you get and you usually that's pretty good especially when you have guys like Bijan, when you have guys like drake london when you have guys like kyle pitts who all i just no i don't i don't i'm not gonna say i don't care who's throwing the ball but with within a zach robinson offense like i call i always call it a pseudo mcveigh offense i'm pretty sure it's going to be electric exactly. it should be at least mm-hmm. but um yeah, no, with Kirk, he will get the most out of your offense, um, but he will be limited because it is going to be into the constraints of your offense. Yeah, not, yeah, exactly. So there's not a whole lot of off script going on. Um, not nah. that you just, but like I said, not like you necessarily need it with the guys that we have, you know, in this right. offense. And that's 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 a plus for sure. And you, you know, you mentioned like his numbers. You know, yeah, he was at almost seventy percent completion percentage, uh, eighteen touchdowns, five interceptions, um, one hundred three point eight rating. I mean, just he I was mean, buddy was, but I mean, he falling, he, he, he was play, but, he was playing like lights out. He. You got you. You got to think about this, man. He took on the 49ers defense without <laughs> Justin Jefferson and torched them. Sure did. Like he, like it, 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 it was, it was crazy to watch on Monday night because that was the that was that was supposed to be the time where it was like, okay, this is a fire sale. You know, mm-hmm. let's start seeing what we can get for these guys before the trade deadline and. It's like everything just kind of flipped on its head after that. Like, oh, these guys might actually be something, you know? So, yeah, it, it, yeah. it, it just kind of sucks that he he had that Achilles injury, which is another big thing because 
I popped two. I popped both of my Achilles. Mm. That thing has turned me into a golfer now. I am. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That takes out all the explosion, which I mean, don't get me wrong. Kirk isn't known for being the most yeah. explosive quarterback, but you can't tell me that that's not something that is in the back of your head at times. I mean, he's a professional, so it might not be, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm just somebody that hoops every now and again, but right. you know, I don't know. I don't know. It just, it's, it's definitely something to think about. No, I agree. I agree. I mean, that's, that's, you know, when people, when we've talked about it on the show before and folks have brought that up, it's like, you know, if we decide to go that way, like I'm not mm-hmm. super worried about it, because like you said, he's not relying on being explosive or running no. out of the pocket or whatever. Now he will have to, that's still a game. So he's still, gonna, you know, if he, he, he has to react to what's around him. So he may have to, mm-hmm. he may have to go. And, you know, you don't see, typically you don't see an Achilles tear twice in the same leg. Typically, unless like y'all are Braves fans, y'all know Mike Soroka did it you know, a couple of times, nope. you know, and, uh, you know, you don't want that. It's pretty rare, but like, you know, it can happen, but it's, you mm-hmm. know, with him and no, no diss to Kirk, not being the most explosive guy anyway. <laughs> so like, Correct. you know, you'd like to think that, you know, that's, that would, that, that wouldn't be an issue, but, um, you know, in, in this scenario too, for me, I think if you, if you go get Kirk, I think he wants that security of knowing like, okay, yeah. I'm I'm a hundred percent going to start for these two or three years or however long yeah. it's going to be. So if that's the case, that probably takes us out of a first round quarterback, you know, and, or takes us out of getting one of those top three guys, you know, and now we may draft yes. a guy down the road, you know, fourth, fifth round, who knows, let him, maybe even, maybe even Desmond six sticks around and develops underneath him. We don't know that, you know, we'll, we'll maybe right. him at the end, of the, but I mean, that takes, everything possibly pretty all the all those top draft picks off the board you know at that point because he's not coming here for with hey we're going to draft Jaden daniels you know we're going to sign you to a three year with the out after two years i don't think i don't think he's going for that you know no so, i think he wants the security of knowing that somebody wants wants kirk cousins and exactly they and i think he wants to win i think he understands that he has his, his window is now like mm-hmm. he understands that he's getting to the twilight of his career pretty soon and that if you're going to commit to me, you're going to commit to me and we are going to go as far as I take you. And that is a tough thing to say out to anybody outside of the state of Minnesota, because it, you don't know what you're going to get. Like, are we going to get this same quarterback that towards the 49ers and the, and the um and the Eagles, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Are we gonna get this same quarterback, or are you going to be the guy that you know folded a bit under pressure when you know you know when the lights come on? Like mm-hmm. you don't know what Kirk Cousins you're gonna get from down from me from uh, from game to game, and that is a terrifying thing to put fully guaranteed money down on, especially when it's upwards of. 30 something to 40 million dollars like yeah that that money's just gone yep and that's that's the only thing that kind of that worries me about that deal is if we do it is you know raheem and and terry and the guys they could look around and say you know what like that defense is ready to win last year you know mm-hmm. and and this we, we're going to add pieces to it you know and now we've got these playmakers on offense we're going to add pieces to that so yeah we might be that guy away you know do we take advantage of it and go get him and win now and 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 that's what scares me a little bit because yeah. i mean 
Now, if you do it, I'm down because hey, you know, like, hey, let's go, let's go, let's go, fucking win. Yeah, you want it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's an aggressive move. You you yeah. you you show me right. that you do want to win now, and that you're going to that you have a direction. Your direction right. is we're winning, we're winning in 2024. The window starts now, and and it, and it ends whenever Kirk is gone. Exactly. That's what that's what that means. And so, yeah. if you're going to do that, then you have to commit to that, and that is just a terrifying prospect for me terrifying me too i, 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 I mean you know like i said i would be all like you know how we are man if that, i mean we're gonna we're gonna support regardless we're gonna support regardless but like i would just be like all right i mean you know if you have the opportunity this year to get one of these three quarterbacks to me like that's how you're gonna you know you set yourself up down the road you know and you know if you have the opportunity to do that you know if you don't then we'll talk about other options but i mean the, mm-hmm. the only yeah, reason why i'm so okay with it still regardless of the i mean i won't say regardless of the number because the number is is astronomical but the reason why i'm so okay with it is because of the state of the nfc south we're looking around at guys i mean the saints refuse to just hit that reset button so they're going (laughs) to be they're going to be middle of the pack for who knows how long if not in the lower parts of the pack right the panthers are just Complete I mean, I don't want to burning negligible because I mean I'm up here in Carolina, you know, I gotta live up here. But I it's damn I, close, man. I mean, it's 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 to the point to where you know you you you're not you see them on the schedule and and I'm not saying it's a dub, but I'm just like, oh well, okay. Yeah, you know, and so the only threat really is Tampa Bay, and you just saw today about Mike Evans. We don't sure did. know what's going on with him, you know, and if Mike Evans leaves. That's yeah. a big loss, man. I mean, yeah. you know, that's a that's a that's a guaranteed thousand yards that you just gone. That's just mm-hmm. gone that you have to make up now. Yep. So, yeah, I don't. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. That's my. That's why I think I don't know we're not talking about the draft at all. But that's why I think the draft is the way to go mm-hmm. in this. And I feel like they know that too. But these free agent, these veteran quarterback options are a good are good backup plans. You know. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, you, you and I—we've talked about it before, man. You've—we've we, talked about it, and you've, we've talked about it on the show. I mean, it's—it's it's, you can have all the traits in the world as a college QB, and it just yep. doesn't work. It just doesn't translate. Yep. And it's like, you know, when you've—that's what's—that's what to me, that's what's enticing for the the Falcons. Look at okay, we know what Kirk is. You know, we know what some of these other guys right. that we're going to talk about. We know what they are. We've seen right. them do this against NFL caliber players. We don't know what Jaden's going to do. We don't know what Drake's going to do. We don't know what, you know, I don't think we could get Caleb anyway, but we we don't know what those guys are going to do when they're throwing the fire, you know? And it's like, Desmond Ritter, I thought was a good processor in college. Could have sworn. I mean, that we, I was just talking about this today. Like he had some fumbling issues, but as far as throwing interceptions or, you know, missed reads or anything like that i don't remember seeing too much of that on his cincinnati tape like i remember like maybe he was a his ball placement needed work especially against alabama yeah but i don't remember him you know yeah like you said his processing was fine yeah that wasn't an issue that's what it was one of that wasn't anything i was worried about and all of a sudden look you're not facing guys that are going to be accountants next year or going to you know i mean like you're Mm -hmm. facing the best of the best now so and you know, and their guys are scheming for you every week. They don't have homework to do the next week. They've they that's all they're doing is scheming for you and what you do. That's their homework. That's that's your homework. You are so, their homework. Yeah. Exactly. So, you know, and that's that's the one thing that uh, you know, but 
like I said, I can live with that if you say, okay, Jaden Daniels, we love him because we love him for these reasons, and you, and mm-hmm. he's just not the guy. All right, I, but I can understand why you went for him. You know, I understand what that's so I'd be okay with that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, but, yeah, 100%. Uh, and, and lastly, on Kirk, and we'll move on. You know, the one, that one thing too, you know, if you spend that kind of money, you, you do kind of maybe you can't upgrade a few other positions because clearly that's a lot <laughs> yeah. of money. And I mean, and, you know, and you're going to have to, it's not the only hole we have, clearly. You know, we've right. got one, we got one receiver on the roster right now. Uh, you know, we've got some edges we got to figure out, you know, and which by right. the way, I did it. I did an edge show last week. Y'all go watch the edge show if y'all haven't Please watched it. Please go already. watch it. Did um, his thing. Yeah, that's right. Um, so, now, you mentioned NFC South. Let's go on to the next guy. Were you done on the Kirk? Anything else you want to add? Are we good? Uh, nah, I'm good, man. Just right. if, if if you go that route, that's that that's that's a hell of a commitment to make. Yes, agreed. All right, NFC South, Baker Mayfield, 28 years old. Uh, Spotrack looking at 27.1 million dollars. <laughs> uh, that's what you saw, yeah. And over the caps, would even up to 32, maybe even depending on their starts being close to the 40 range is what I've also read, which would be insane to me. Um, the, 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 the deal I saw was a possible four year, $108 million deal is what I saw on the table uh-huh. so that could be, you know, spread out there. So uh looks like he has mutual interest to rejoin the bucks, but obviously at a higher rate. And with Mike, like we just mentioned, Mike Evans possible for probably not could they, the report Savion was talking about is they're far away. Like they're not even remotely close far to the deal. So if he's gone, that's his, that was his best target last year by far. So, you know, Dave Canales, offensive coordinator, now head coach of the Panthers. So there's going to be a change. It's still weird, right? That's, that was a weird – anyway, Well, yeah, I don't, I don't want to get off on that. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, you know, the, the – the, and I've, I've never – like I've always not – I'm not this Baker, but like Baker's just been that guy. It's like I like to root for him because he's so damn confident yeah. in himself. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he's got, I mean, he, he you know, he's going to give you a hundred percent. Like, you know, if he may, and he may make some bonehead mistakes or whatever, but he's going yes. to give it everything he has got on the field. Um, you know, and he had to he had his career year last year. I mean, like he was, had a hell of a year for the bucks, man. You look, you're looking at 64% completion percentage, over 4,000 mm-hmm. yards, 28 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, um, a rating of 94.6. He had 163 mm-hmm. uh, rushing yards. Um, and, you know, that was in 17 games, you know? So it's like, and he's he worked with Zach Robinson for what four games at LA. He's familiar yep. with Zach. He's familiar with Raheem. Zach got him ready to go like overnight, and he came, came out in ball. came in that same week and won of and won a football game against. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't want to say the Colts. I don't want to say. I don't think it's the Colts, but I can't remember who it was. I don't remember neither. But, but but yeah, he he came in off the plane, got the playbook, and won a football game. So it's not like Baker Mayfield isn't capable of, you know, of good quarterback play. Yeah. Especially when he has the especially when he has the weapons around him. Like he he had a nice little a nice little arsenal with him. You know what I'm saying? Dude. Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, you know. Um Rashad White God, make a little running back. Thank you. Rashad yeah. White. Rashad mm-hmm. White finally, you know, did what Rashad White we thought we were gonna he, we were gonna see from him. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean it he looked decent and i think what you saw last year is the ceiling of baker and so and and he did that on a what is that so four thousand a four million dollar contract you know so i mean so so i mean he's looking to get paid like a like a bridge i I, at least i hope so 
Right. I don't I, I I don't think that Baker is a guy that you can say, yeah, he's 28, but you know, you know, let's see what he can do with two or three years under. No. Baker is here to get you to whoever your next quarterback is. And I think with Baker, you still draft a quarterback, which is why I'm not out on him. But at the same time, are we paying what is what what if I'm I'm thinking twenty seven, twenty eight million dollars for Baker Mayfield for a year? Like uh, our seems, seems like a lot. <laughs> it feels like a lot of money <laughs> to pay, which he's earned. I mean, no, I yeah. can't I'll, I'll credit to him, yeah. He's earned. He's earned his he's earned his keep with his with with, with this one year. I mean that's the thing. It's the one year. You know what I mean? It's like it's one year. And and it's you know, you talk about and what you said too, the weapons is so important because you know, people put so much shit on the quarterback sometime, and it's not a ton. It's not just quarterbacks. Like, you know, it's and that's why we'll uh, we'll talk about it later. But the mm-hmm. when when you you yeah, you what you said, you gave him a good offensive line, you got him a good running yep. back, you gave him good yep. weapons. Look what happened. Yep. You know, he never had those kind of things in Cleveland. You know, even with the, the few games in, at the Rams, like he was working with with pieces he never sure worked didn't with have before. in Carolina. Sure as hell did not. Sure um, didn't have so, in Carolina. I mean, you know, then he's able to show. So yeah, you think that he could just you know continue that on here with the Falcons with a good offensive line, two great running backs, some good receiving options. You know, like you don't, I don't, you don't wouldn't imagine there would be that kind of drop off. But like you said, it's probably a ceiling because I can't. When you're 28, you've been in the league this long you're not going to just make leaps and bounds, but you know, he basically not showed, everybody is Gino. Not right. And I think he showed you what he can be this last year. And I, and that's fine. Like he showed, he can be a, he can be a damn good quarterback that can take you to the playoffs. And you know, they, mm-hmm. they could have won that game up in, in Detroit, you know, they were in that game. So, and if, yeah. And if that's what you want, if that's what you want, you want to get your team to the playoffs to let them to what, give them a confidence boost or whatever, sure. you know, let them know that, you know, you can, especially with a young team like the Falcons mm-hmm. just getting into the dance, because right now I think there's a, there's a lot of negativity right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't, I mean, not right now, right now, because you know, all the optimism of the new, of the new regime here, but before, mm-hmm. before Raheem Morris got here, I want to say there was a lot of negativity surrounding the, surrounding the locker room, especially with, oh, yeah. you know what I'm saying? With how things were going. To have a guy like Baker Mayfield, who you look at him and he's like, it doesn't matter how things are going. He's got he's confident. Yep. I I don't know. I think that helped galvanize that Buccaneers team to get to the playoffs because you remember this time last year. You remember this? Remember last year before what's it called the the season started. The Bucks were not supposed to be anywhere near the top, dude. We were calling them. We were like, we we were literally laughing when we got to like, oh, we're the Bucks. They're gonna be the bottom of the damn division. Like, we, we don't care about the Bucks. I, I, I had to apologize. I had to apologize on here. I was like, I'm sorry, Bucks. I'm sorry, Baker Mayfield. Like, I completely just, yeah. Man, woke up for 17 games and felt dangerous. I mean, it was crazy. There it is, man. It's crazy. It and is. now he's and now he's gonna get paid for it. And the question is, do the Falcons do it? Yeah, that part. Unless your plan is to get somebody like J.J. McCarthy, 
mm-hmm. to come in and just sit, just season, just be seasoned behind Zach Robinson for a while. I mean, for 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 a season. I don't see how this is a viable option. I just don't. Yeah, I, I agree with you, and I, I also can't really see. Grant, I mean, they wouldn't have any control over it, but I wouldn't think Tampa Bay would want him to just to like to walk and then go straight to the Falcons and, and go then... straight to the because that's the last thing you want is a is a is a revenge field Baker Mayfield exactly yeah I mean that dude that 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 dude is freaking pumped enough that's the last thing you want to give him is a reason to be even yep. more fired up yep exactly um all right so we'll move on those are the two those are probably the two most expensive guys other than a few you know guys we'll talk about at the end of the um the show um so now we're hitting this little mid-level i guess guys here that the fun part let's just say this all everybody we're going to talk about now are without a doubt bridges they aren't guys that are going to be you know you're not you're not going to say this could be our guy for the next three or four years these are all these guys are basically all guys we would take and, and definitely drafting a quarterback, without a doubt. Um, and they know their role. And, and they would know their role, absolutely. Coming in, they would absolutely know it. So the first guy, Jacoby Reset, 31 years old, looking at $7.5 million a year at over yep. the cap. Um, he, last year, he only played in three games. Uh, as you all know, he's been you know pretty much a backup for the majority of his career. And obviously, he started um, – shoot, what did he – was he start? What was that year? 2019. He started mm-hmm. uh, 22. He started 16 games. Played in 16 games, but uh, why am I not I mean, there he is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, I think his best year was uh, yeah. So 2019, 88 percent of the snaps he played. Uh, you know, and I think was that the Colts? Was that the Colts or the Browns? What year was that? 2019. 2019. Jacoby Brissett was in standby. That's cool. But yeah, 20, 2,942 yards, 18 touchdowns, six interceptions, uh, had a quarterback rating at 88. Um, so, yeah, probably like, you know, that's, and I, I honestly, I like Jacoby. Like, you know, he was with Washington last year, didn't get in there much because of Sam Howe. And, you know, I've read that Washington wouldn't mind bringing him back, you know, mm-hmm. but I think Jacoby won't rather have a, he, 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 he believes he's a starter. And I think a lot of people around the league thinks he can be a viable starter, not necessarily a guy that could, you know, top of the line type of dude, but he has yeah. all the traits, smart kid. He can run, he can throw. He's not, you know, and he would fit this system. So like, I'm not completely out on him as a bridge, but I mean, what say you? 2019, he was with Indianapolis. He went seven there and eight. Go. There we go. Yeah. Um, With Jacoby Brissett, I feel like Jacoby Brissett is, one of my favorite targets for this for this experiment that we're trying to do here uh with yeah. with uh uh bridging into bridging into whoever the next quarterback is going to be mm-hmm. because Joey Brissett understands kind of where he is right now he understands that listen this is going to be he's going to be what 32 next year yep and it's not like okay, I'm I'm just looking for a paycheck. It he does want to compete, he but does. giving Jacoby Brissett a year with these weapons, I feel like you're getting. And tell me, and 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 tell, and tell me if I'm if if I'm just being if I'm if I'm just being a dick here. Uh, you're getting eighty percent, eighty five percent of Baker Mayfield for much less. Does yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I feel like you're getting a you're 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 making more on your investment if you if if you bring in Brissett because 
you bring in Brissett. He just played on a – he just had a cap hit of 8.5 mil. Mm-hmm. You bring in Brissett for this year, he's what? To to secure services, you go up to maybe 12? Yeah. For a year? Maybe, yeah. You go up to 12, 10 to 12? Mm-hmm. And so you do that. Do that. You have a guy like McCarthy, like Penix, that, that brings the Michael Penix um, – thing into here or the Michael Penix conversation in mm-hmm. you know you have these guys that you can kind of and I, and I know people are going to be like well you just paid seven million for Taylor, for Taylor Heineke why would you because we because we know Brissett is better than Taylor Heineke we know we yeah. know where Brissett is we know we're getting with Brissett but um I think if you try to make a playoff run with him have that guy just waiting in the wings I don't I'm not I'm, I'm not saying it's a great option i'm just saying mm. it's a pretty good one it's one that i would do before the baker mayfield option because that it's 25 yeah. million dollars mm-hmm. but yeah i mean it, it it seems like a very viable option agreed agreed yeah and uh you know i mean the commanders from everything i've read they're likely going to stick with how they may draft i mean they're in that position where they can draft a guy but, I um, really hope they draft somebody. But if they don't, hey, I mean, I'm, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? If they don't, I mean. Yeah, exactly. No, exactly. that's on you. Yep. But, yeah, so who knows? But And uh, next guy up, Gardner Minshew, will be 28 years old, just coming off one year, $3.5 million. So he's looking to get a little bit of a raise because he did well. He did well. He had to come in, fill in for Anthony Richardson, as we all know, because Anthony got hurt. Um, yeah. Now, the Colts would love to keep him because he's an ideal kind of backup guy, especially with Shane Steichen. He knows the offense, was there in Philly, went there in Indianapolis. He knows it, ran it well. Yep. Um, and, you know, again, he's not the type of guy that's going to give you, I mean, amazing. He's, you know, he's, he's freaking Gardner Minshew, man. He's Uncle Rico. It's like, yeah, that's, you know, he's you know Uncle Rico, baby. Man, so it's like, he'd be fun. He'd be fun. He's probably going to win you some games. And he's going to have, you know, like I said, he, Indianapolis has some good weapons now. Don't, you know, they weren't just like devoid of talent. They had Michael some good guys. Pittman, he was Jonathan throwing to. Taylor. Yeah, exactly. So, guys. Yeah. Yeah. And, and again, a guy that you're looking at for one, maybe two years tops, you know, bridge you right into whatever guy we take, you know. And uh, so, yeah, I wouldn't, I'm, I'm not opposed to Gardner either if you're going to go even a cheaper route. <laughs> so, with Gardner Minshew, I'm sorry. If you get Gardner Minshew into Atlanta, I'm a hundred percent for it, just off vibes alone. <laughs> I mean, if you want to, if, if you want to have a party for a couple for, for a couple seasons, and you know, I feel like Gardner Minshew can can get you into the playoffs in in yeah. in, in, in this NFC South. Yeah, you, know you want to look at uh, yeah. I mean, he was uh, look sixty two percent completion percentage last year, 3,305 3, yards, fifteen touchdowns, nine interceptions, uh, eighty four point six rating. Um, you know, and that was playing in 16 games. So, you know, I mean, like he and and I feel like he's the thing with Gardner is he is just what is the word I'm looking for? Because there's a lot of ways to describe him. It's right. It's tough to like just peg him on like because you know, Uncle Rico the, is the best way to put it. I don't even know. I think Uncle Rico might just be the best way to put it because he's electric and some and he's electric in every way. Sometimes the wrong way. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's, that's, you know, it's like, and so, and, and I've I've watched several Colts games, and it's and I've you know I've, I've read some stuff from and listened to some of their yeah. podcasts too, and it's like they 
when he when he does some of that magic stuff, they're just like, oh, this is you know. But then like he'll just make the most boneheaded ass yeah. throw you've ever seen or decision, yeah. and it's like, oh, okay, there, yeah, that's why we can't, you know. There's Gardner, yeah, yeah, exactly. So you yeah. know, I, I, there's going to be that you know with him as well. But as far as like him or Jacoby, like mentoring a guy, having him being in the room, I think that'd be great. Because I mean, you look at the guys. We haven't even talked about, and I mean, the guys that they found because added to the offensive room and, and the QB room. But I mean, like that, mm-hmm. those who whoever comes in, it's going to be set up extremely well for success. Whether whatever rookie it is, um, right. with, all the, with all with all the guys they've got in there. Um, so yeah, I mean, who knows, man? I you know, like I said, I I, I would be on board if that's what they want to do. They'd definitely be fun if nothing else. So. I'm a hundred percent with it. I mean, Gardner, <laughs> and granted, Gardner played a little bit of a you know, a little, little bit more of a, I don't want to say elementary type offense, because that's not what Shane Steichen ran. It was more of an right. RPO type offense. Right. But it was more like for his skill set. And so I would, and so you see him coming from Washington State, coming from um, that uh, Mike Leach tree, essentially that air raid, RP to, RP to the Pirate. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and I can't, and I can just see him looking at Kyle Pitts up the seam and right. just launching it downfield because it's like, why not? What the hell? Why not? <laughs> the hell the hell he's 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 double covered but one but on but but one of them's a linebacker, one of them's a safety. I have yep. Kyle Pitts. Yep. F it. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And 100%. so you know it's it 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 would be it would be fun. Um you're probably not you're probably not going too far with no. no, you're not. No, but like I said, yeah, that might be a, yeah. even a case where like your rookie first rounder starting at week twelve. You know what I mean? <laughs> it could be like, all right, Gardner, that's very we possible. And that's the reason. Go. <laughs> and that's the reason why Gardner Mitchell was one of those where it's like, huh? Yeah, okay. Yeah, five million all bucks. Right. All right, you know what? It was worth it. You know, we got we got twelve weeks out of you. Whatever. I mean, but all right. So these next yeah. group of guys probably are tier below. Well, Jacoby and and uh, and uh, Gardner, yeah. Who you want to start with? Yes. We'll leave it to you. Who, who you want? Who you want to go to next? I guess I got to look up at the at the board here. I guess I guess we can start with Tyler Huntley. Yeah, we'll just spend a few minutes on each one of these guys because I, I this is like I don't yeah this is like uh it. yeah like there's a few of these guys are just going to be like. Mm. They're available, so we're talking about them. And also, look, there's some guys we uh, intentionally left out of this video because intentionally, neither, neither I nor Savion want to even think of it happening. So if you don't see them in here, we don't want no part of it. Period. Yep. And these are just guys that are included because they're just they um they're here from a from a fit standpoint and from a cost standpoint that it's a slim but still a possibility if you want to go that way. So say yeah, that yeah, okay. All right, Tyler Huntley, buddy. <laughs> After yeah, you. Tyler Huntley, uh, former Pro Bowler Tyler Huntley. Please, please remember that. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Um, yes. Um, you know, carved us up, kind of, sort of, in 2022. I mean, he's a boy, Tyler Huntley. I mean, he played in an offense that was more conducive to him running the football. So, yeah, you know you're not really sure what you're getting from him down the field. He seems to have a a good arm on him that can make the throws necessary. And I mean, in a, I keep calling it this, a pseudo McVay offense. I, 
pretty sure he can he he can drive it down the field enough to where you know you have to respect the deep ball. Mm-hmm. But I he's interesting. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's like the most the most snaps he's played uh, in his four years has been 30% of the snaps on offense, mm-hmm. you know, and I, and so you're, you're not getting a guy that's incredibly experienced as far as playing time goes. So, and I think we had somebody on our show a few weeks ago, brought it up and was like, Hey, well, don't you bring him in and, and compete for uh, with a rookie or something like that. And this is, this is, this is my feelings on that. Um, just in general, like, and this is how this works in, in training camps and stuff like that. You don't necessarily want a competition. You know, and no. like this is, and this is what if a competition I, is happening. Something's wrong. Correct. And and this is what I was saying last year with Desmond. People that got off pissed off about Desmond not getting well, he there should have been a competition. No, because the way it goes is the ones. If you're the number one quarterback, you're getting all the stats with the one, right? Yep. So if you are, if there's a competition, then you are splitting those stats with the one. So like each quarterback is going to have those. So you're actually taking snaps away from whoever your number one is going to be. So if there's not a clear cut guy in their eyes. Like you said, number one, we got a problem. Um, but number two, they're not going to be as ready as they would be by working with the ones the entire time. Right. So that's my only like I don't want, especially like in this situation, like no, I you know where this, where there's so much that can that can honestly go wrong with yeah, this. Like right. there's there's it's it's a very volatile situation because if the quarterback is not figured out this year with all of the talent that we have on this offense, which is a byproduct of how we've drafted over the last three years. We have to admit that. <laughs> For sure. Um, with all the talent you have on this offense, if you come out of this year and you're still saying, man, we have no idea where we're going with the quarterback position again, that puts a, that puts a real sour taste in your mouth about Terry Fontenot, about the first year of Raheem Morris, about Zach Robinson, everything. The only way that this doesn't, the only way that you, you know, kind of come out of this happy is, okay, we overachieved for whatever, but we still have trouble at the quarter acquisition, which is fine. if Because mm-hmm. that means that you didn't make a big splash this year, you're going to make a big splash next year. Yeah, and that's why, you know, we I've emphasized it several times. Folks are probably tired of hearing me say it, but like is that's the one position you've got to get right this season. Like if if no, if this regime does nothing else, like that's one position you've got to nail down because yeah. of the issues we've had since Matt. And you know, and that's why the folks that are still saying, well, you know, Desmond, give him the shot to Can't come back it. and do it. You cannot as as Raheem Can't Morris and his staff, you cannot do that. You cannot put yourself in that position. And that's what I was saying on the last show. It's like I'm not. It's not that I hate Desmond or I don't want Des. I think Desmond can get better in a different I think system. Can get better too. I think Desmond can be a really good backup in this in this league. Same. And I, I and I just and I think he'd be really good at better. I, mean, I say really good. I think she, he could be better in this system. But yeah. are you as a head coach, brand new head? Not well, not brand new, but yeah, this you are the new coach of the team and first time offensive coordinator. Are you going to put your eggs in that basket and say, yeah, we saw some good things, but we saw some really bad things. So let's go ahead and let's no, you're not because like at the end that of the season, just got somebody fired. It sure did. And at the end of the season, if it doesn't go well, how do you even answer that question? Like you had these options on the table and you said, that's the guy I'm going to go with. 
And so, there's a ton of options. Like, the, the, like the there, there's more options. There's more options this season, this offseason, than last offseason. 100%. And next year's draft, guys, nothing like this year's draft when it comes to QBs. Like, not exactly. even remotely close. So you can't say, well, let's just one more shot in the draft next year. And uh, that's not how that's – that's not even – they're not even remotely close, talent-wise. Uh, so, I'm, 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 I'm still on the, you know, the Shador Sanders hero arc. I'm, I'm, I'm there you 100% go. on that. Hey. <laughs> Hey, I wouldn't even hate that. I wouldn't even hate that. That'd be fun, man. We'd be excited. We'd be dancing on the sidelines. It'd be great. Um, but anyway, yeah, yeah, man. So, all right. So we'll we'll move on from Tyler again. Not right. nothing. Nothing either one of us really wants. But you know, nope. um, and we'll, we'll okay. We'll mention Jake Browning. Jake Browning, twenty eight years old, came in for Joe Burrow this year. Had a really hell of a good year. Did um, pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As far as yeah, for coming in like he did. Yeah, like I said. Um, now here's a th- here's the deal with Jake Browning, guys. So people have been saying a lot about. Oh, what's this wicket, Jake? Well, you just can't because the thing is, he's an exclusive rights free agent. So, what that means is essentially all the Bengals have to do is extend him a qualifying offer. And if they do that, no other team can negotiate. No team can offer him whether he has to basically sign for a free agent minimum of $915,000. <laughs> and so, if you're the Bengals, why wouldn't you? Why would you that? not do that? The, like, you have the cheapest. Well, talk about the value for what you're getting. I mean, probably the, I mean, come on. There's no way that he's hitting that he's that he's touching the market. Not after what I just saw from last season. No chance. My quarterback, my quarterback went out, and you still had us competitive towards the back end of the towards the back end of the season. You're you're playing you're playing well in December and January. Yeah, and it's going to cost me less than a million to keep you around. All right. Yeah, you're staying right here, buddy. Hundred percent. So no Jake Browning guys. So if y'all are thinking that, sorry guys, not. Yep. So on to uh, the next guy we don't want, Carson Wentz. Uh, this is why it's an option. Um, he again was at LA for a minute with Zach Robinson with Raheem. Uh, Had a cup of coffee. Sure did. Yep. Um, he could return to the Rams if he's able. If he wants to accept the backup role, nobody really knows if that's. Uh, you know, I was trying to find some information. Like, there's not really a ton out there about like, does he really want to start? Does he still have that fire to go in? It? I mean, like. I don't know. It's it's you know like I saw one point seven to two million dollars. You're talking about cheap as hell. If you were talking about like the ultimate reclamation yeah. project, like bringing him back up from the depths. I mean, like that's that's it. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I mean, that's uh, the you, number two overall pick right there. It is. It is. You're talking. You know. You know. And like obviously, we know he had his issues. You know, further down with the with the Eagles, and then you got to the Colts, and then. Stuff was coming out about how you know he was just a terrible teammate. He was a dick. Yeah, like all of these things. So like you wonder, like, okay, has he matured though? You know, what I mean, like, I mean, the, you know, that can happen with guys. You know, throughout the years, and you get kicked in the balls, and all of a sudden you realize, like, damn, a ton. Yeah, know? yeah, like I'm, I need to not be such an asshole. And you know, and and so possibly, I mean, like, I'm not gonna go through the guy's career. I mean, like, like I said, he, he's only played in two games last year. He threw 24 passes. You know what I mean? Like his previous year. Uh, again, he 276 uh, passes. So, I mean, he's his playing time's definitely been cut down a lot since 2021, mm-hmm. where he played 98 percent of the snaps. Uh, if you want to look at that season, though, uh, it wasn't terrible. I mean, it was 62 percent completion percentage, uh, over 3,500 yards, 27 touchdowns to seven ints, which is not bad at all. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but I don't know. I, I'm I'm mostly out on that. But let's say you. There's nothing. There's nothing really that, like you said, it would be a reclamation project. You're yeah. essentially 
you're Zach Robinson will be banking on the fact that this guy already knows my already knows the verbiage and stuff, and so he can come in and just run the offense like it needs to be run. But at the same time, will he run the offense like it needs to be run? Like, can you really trust yeah. Carson Wentz at age thirty three, uh, or age thirty two? Excuse me, to do that? I don't know. Um, yeah, I'm saying yeah, and it's like, and you have to basically trust in them that uh, he's going to fit that locker room. You know, he's not going to come in and oh, that, that's that's a huge thing. That's a huge thing. I don't yeah, know if he is. I know, and we've got a really good thing in the locker room right now. So even with the guys that you know we don't have, I mean. The guys we do have, it's a really good locker room. So, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, another guy you're familiar with, man, and so we are too in Atlanta. From Alfredo, 29 years old, Mr. Josh Dobbs. We all know because he came in, you know, again after two days or a day or three days and whooped our ass, which not whooped our ass, but he beat us, which is still still hurts. Um, it might as well be an ass whooping. Might as well. You know, it was only 31-28, but damn it. Um, yeah. That just can't um, happen. No, it can't. Um, so uh, for a Spotrack looking around six to seven million uh possibly and uh again he played in 13 games last year 63 percent completion percentage 2400 yards basically 13 touchdowns 10 interceptions uh cooled off a little bit after that atlanta start that hot start yep. atlanta. um and uh but you know he, he was able to operate kevin o'connell's offense pretty decently but uh you being the vikings guy man um go right ahead so josh dobbs was amazing uh the first couple of weeks and then um, it just completely sputtered um, towards the end uh, to the point to where he was a part of the first three to zero win since uh, what was this? 2007 uh, wrote, wrote an entire thing. You're on mute. I wrote an entire thing on it. It was amazing. I mean, did, it, you, have it, to, did you have to watch the whole thing? Oh yeah. I watched the whole thing. Yeah. Oh, God. No, I found it beautiful. I love defense. So I do too, but yeah. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. I. I. I thought that was remarkable. I actually like. I did. I did an entire write up on on three to nothing games because of it. It, it was awesome. It's funny. Um, um, Liam was looking the other day at. Um, he was like, I don't know for what reason. He, what reason he was just looking at some of the past Alabama teams. And he was mm -hmm. like, there was a nine to six national championship game. I was like, dude, it was amazing. Oh, I said it was great. amazing. It was so good. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, dude, that's it was so good. I was like, you won't see defenses like that uh, in college ever again. Ever again. You will <laughs> never see that again. No. Was like, it was, was so dominant. Um, yeah, anyway. But, sorry, good. yeah, um, the thing with Dobbs is he gives you that – he gives you the creativity that you actually don't get with Kirk. Um, mm -hmm. It's just that he does not give you the stability afterwards. Like – he he gives you the fact that I mean Atlanta Atlanta Falcons fans know he can move yeah. out of the pocket. Um, it's just when you can kind of condense him in there and you force him to kind of read from from like I won't say read because the dude's genius, but yeah, I could like, design rockets. I mean, yeah, like he's he's he's, <laughs> he's a literal rocket scientist. Exactly. But but uh, I don't know. Every every now and again, when when you 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 can get him to make mistakes, I'll say that you can get him to make mistakes in the pocket, mm -hmm. as opposed to out of, outside of the pocket, and that was an issue because you know Kevin O'Connell runs that play action, and yeah, you're booting a bunch, but you know it 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 it, it was it, it it just really fell off after a while. Like you can only run that boot so many times before it's like, all right, we need you to we need you to win from here too. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm, you know, 
again, you know, like, like I said before, this would be a guy that you, you bring in for a year, maybe two at the most, you know, and, and you're, you're bridging it to the next guy. Um, I wouldn't hate it, but I wouldn't love it. <laughs> so. I surely wouldn't love it for us, but like, again, you could definitely do, you worse. could do worse. You could definitely do worse, yeah. but I try to think about it. Like I try to think about it as in like fits for quarterbacks that are cool. will come in. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're bringing in a Michael Penix, I can't see how he doesn't work well For after sure. learning from a Joshua Dobbs, mm-hmm. especially with Zach Robinson. So I f- think as long as you have the fit behind them, I think it'll work out fine. Yeah, I agree. Um, and these next two guys we'll spend about half a second on. All right. Yep. Um, Drew Locke, 27 years old, earned a lot $4 of million dollars last year. A lot of fun, man. Um, over the cap. Same as a uh, same post track around four million, you know. Uh, yeah. Decent, decent chance he stays in Seattle because I think he really likes it there. It's a good backup option. Mm-hmm. Came in, played well. You know, he beat the did, did he beat the Eagles? He last did. Year? Yeah, beat the Eagles. I know the Eagles had a kind of a down year, but I mean, like, still they beat the freaking Eagles. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I again, this kind of it's not not in the same because Gardner Minshew is about a quarterback, but the same kind of Correct. like fun uh aspect of it you may get yep. from drew and it may be also one of those situations where drew's not playing after week eight or nine and your rookie's in there so you know right. that's also that type of deal but uh anything to add on drew before we go to the next guy oh no you basically hit all of it um yeah. he's fun he's fun uh you admit uh you, you you did not say the part about how he's saying jeezy on on the sideline that would be huge <laughs> here in atlanta would be it's massive a yeah. huge it's a huge locker room guy in atlanta yeah. but for sure besides that yeah all right, and this no, guy would make no, yeah. And this this next guy, uh, our last guy before we go on to the next final series, this would make Mike throw up in yeah. his mouth and maybe even change uh, teams. I'm not even sure because Mike, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Mike just can't stand this guy because he beat us before and he thinks he's the worst quarterback he's ever seen in his life. The man has earned fifty four million dollars in this career, which is in fucking insane dollars. Sam Darnold's twenty six years old. And it's, it's, <laughs> How is that possible? Like I, I saw that when I was researching these guys, I was like, "This mother has turned fifty-four million." All right, he, his arm is uh, a flamethrower, man. He he's is. a flamethrower. He's got it's, uh, yeah, obviously. It's just it's about just... who the recipient is. That's the problem. The problem is the recipient could be anybody. Um, no, nah, Sam Darnold, uh, absolutely, absolutely not. Like I wanted to see the experiment last year in yeah. Los Angeles, right? And I feel like we got a little taste of it. And I was like, ah, this is not good. <laughs> this does well, not taste good. I thought he would be really good in, in like Shanahan's offense. You know what I mean? Like That's what I I'm thought, saying. Like, yeah. Like I thought he'd be like, man, this, this dude might actually be a really good fit. And then he gets beat out by Brock Purdy. Um, so, and no diss to Brock Purdy, but he wasn't the second pick in the draft. So, I mean. I also got, also got beat out by, um, by Trey Lance too. What you by Trey Lance as well. Before yeah, that cut. It was, yeah, 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 yeah. I think I think it was Purdy Lance and then Donald and then Donald, I guess, and then Donald either Donald did something or they were like, Look, we gotta do something about this Lance thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I can't I can't remember. Like like I I I and this is a this is a big tangent. I really can't believe that we have just stopped talking about the whole Trey Lance thing. That Dude, was I, I've, by I've all so many times trade that has happened. Like the worst draft trade, and we just don't talk about it because they're in the Super Bowl. I've said I, it so many times. He brought pretty saved Shanahan's job. Oh my god! 
Like he oh he should have sent him something in the mail for the rest of his life because like he's 100%. the reason he still has a head coaching job. It it it, it 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 should be like when when a president leaves office, just that four hundred thousand dollars every year, every year, every single way. year. Yep, the using expected. Like that's that's my you kept me employed. That's, every thank year. you so much. Yep, hundred percent. Yeah, because I mean that's and that's so out of left field. Like that's not even like when does that happen? Nobody the last nobody, pick in the draft. Nobody talks about it. That's what that's what's getting me. Nobody nobody talks about it, and that's and and, and it upsets me because it's like I think I think it upsets me more because I. Kind of wanted Trey Lance here, mm-hmm. like I love Kyle Pitts, but I kind of wanted I kind of wanted to see what Trey Lance could do, mm-hmm. you know how how he, how he can make things shake. But uh, nobody talks about it. Nobody talks about the fact that they jumped everybody to get this dude, and he didn't last. Gave up so much. God, gave up so, so much. much. <laughs> but it's like you said, it's because they won though. Because they they won. It's like okay, well, we're winning, so yeah, no big deal. You know, like we, we we it's fine. We got Brock Purdy. <sighs> But crazy. But anyway, but yeah, I, you know, looking at 4.5 million um, and from everything I'm reading is he's probably still going to be a backup. Like he, like nobody in the league really trusts the fact he can come in and start. So I don't, nope. I don't see uh, our guys giving him that type of, of shake either, but um, all right. So this is the free agent show, but like, you know, like I said earlier in the show, we there's a couple of guys that are not free agents, but we do have a, uh, maybe an opportunity to get one of them. Um, yep. So we have to talk about it. Uh, Russell Wilson, 36 years old, and so here's the deal with Russell Wilson, if y'all are not fully up on that. Mm-hmm. So last year, uh, they came to Russ and said, we need you to restructure the contract. Basically, they're trying to get him to waive or restructure the way his uh, injury guarantee was. So essentially, on the fifth day of uh, the new business year in March, he has to complete a physical. If he doesn't pass that physical, he gets a guaranteed $37 million. So they felt it was best that he – basically not play to stay healthy enough to be able to pass that physical. So they don't have to pay him that $37 million. Obviously that pissed Russ off. Russ wasn't happy with Mm -hmm. that uh, as he should not be. Um, NFLPA got involved. And so he ended up playing a few more weeks. Then he got benched anyway um, after that for Jared Sidham. So now they're looking at probably cutting him that the relationship's kind of, you know, jacked up between him and Peyton. Mm -hmm. That that never really was a great mix anyway. Um, So now it's like if they keep him, it'll actually cost them more than cutting them, which is going to cost them over the next couple of years, $89.5 million cutting him over the next two years. And they will save them that $37 million they would have had to have paid out uh, if when he passes that physical in March. So he's fully expecting him to be cut before that fifth day of uh, the new league year in March. So which would put him available and everything that I've, the deals that I've seen floated out there was a three-year, $36 million type of deal, um, which would obviously put him to the age of 39 years old. Uh, and I've seen I've seen a lot of folks on both sides of this. You know, Mike, he loves Russell Williams, Wilson to death, um, you know, and I, I know like, I, I would have been probably off of it, but he did perform really damn well last year before he was benched. Yeah. Um, I mean, 26 touchdowns, eight interceptions. He still mm-hmm. had his, and I think what got Peyton pissed off was his still kind of inability to stay within a structure type of thing. Uh, yes. So that was really what got on Sean's nerves. Um, but that's not how Russell plays and how he's ever played. So like, I don't know. I mean, that's, he's not going to just change all of a sudden. Uh, no. And that's how you would expect him to play here or anywhere, wherever he goes. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but uh, you know, to me, it's, it's kind of not, not the same as a, a Kirk situation. I don't think he would necessarily mm-hmm. want that all that guarantee. I think he would, you know, if you say here's three years with it out after two, you draft a guy. Okay, I, I can see that yep. happening. You know, I mean, you know, their future does is here in Atlanta. You know, Sierra, you know, I mean, we, we <laughs> you know, there are some negatives for, for Russ in this whole situation, too. And that, that will be a negative for my, for my guy here coming into it is town. A it's a big but, uh, but Sierra is, you know, she is from here as well, right? And she's from Atlanta. So, I mean, like, um, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, it's, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of on the fence with Russ. Like, I, I, think- I am 100% with you. I am 100, yeah. like, I'm completely on the fence. And the reason why is because, it's not a lot of money that you're giving up for Russ, or at least like you would expect right. with getting a quarterback like Russ. The only problem is, like Kirk, you're committing to that, and you're committing to that Russell Wilson thing to start your regime. Mm-hmm. And it just feel. Let me tell you right now, all of these veteran quarterback options – these are not ideal. These are the plan A through probably about D should be in the draft somewhere. 100%. Plans A through D, maybe even E for a couple people should be in the draft somewhere. But if you do somehow get to plan F through whatever, I guess, I mean, he's a viable option. You know, like you said, he's not going to run your, um, He's not going to run your offense like you think he should. But, I mean, when you have guys that are good in space, like Drake London, like Kyle Pitts, like B. John Robinson, you probably get another guy in the draft at some point in time. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, it makes sense to do it. But at the same time, it just – it feels it feels off, you know? Yeah, I think if, like, it'd be for me, like, if I woke up one day and was, like, the Falcon sign Russ, I'd just be like, Okay. Like exactly. I, 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 I'd, I'd have no re- really reaction. I'd just be like, all right. Fine. Yeah. Uh, whatever. I mean, I guess that means that you're trying to go for a playoff push. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. As soon as I hear him say something stupid like Falcons Nation, let's, let's oh, fly or some stupid oh, shit. Oh, my God. We're going to rise up. I'm pretty. You know that'd be it, right? That would definitely. Oh, Falcons Nation, we gonna rise up. Yep. Oh man, I can feel the vomit. Um, did you see the photo they posted this week of him? Like, like a glamour shot from like 1980. I was like, damn, his glamour shots coming back. That's awesome. You see it on Twitter? No, I haven't. I got long, flowing hair and everything, dude. He looks like a. Yeah, you have to check that out. Uh, but yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah, check that out. Um, I almost tweeted or I quote tweeted. I was like, "Nah, I don't get dick." So many people's already done it. So I was like, "Yeah, let's leave it alone." But here I am saying it on the on the show. So I guess that's not really any better. But hey, what the hell? Um, but yeah, so again, I'm not. If they say that's the deal and we do it, you seeing it? I told you. As <laughs> the first thing that came to mind, I was like, "Is this glamour shots? Like, are we doing glamour shots again?" I'm down if we are, because glamour shots was the shit back in the day. <laughs> You better go ahead, Russ. <laughs> you always missing, man. I'm, I can say this because I did it because I lived in the era. 
All yeah. it's missing is like layered chains, baby. Because I, <laughs> so I, got, I got a picture of myself, bro. I, I think it was, I'm not sure what year it was, man, but it was, uh, I had the turtleneck and I literally had three gold chains, buddy, and they were all layered separately. Like I was, somebody uh, that year, I don't know how many people told me I looked like John B that year. Like I had, because I, I wore the hair the same way. Yeah. You, you, you're, talking, you're talking about him at the um at the All Star game, right? Yeah, 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 man. This is this is amazing. What a haircut, man. Yeah, I told you, man. What a haircut, man. This this guy here, and then he's many wearing the the hoodie like he's a part of the team. Like this is confidence. This baby. is awesome. This is awesome. <laughs> wow. Oh uh, yeah. That's on right. forever. Right. Okay. All right. <laughs> all right. Our last guy. We'll close this down. We're almost at an hour, which is not bad. I figured we might be around that time wow. with all the quarterbacks to talk about. Oh, we so, did good. Know. We did good. Yeah. I, I was I was so scared we were gonna like drone on for like ninety. I was like, oh man. Yeah, I, I know, I know, but it's it's all good. We uh, that's that's our shows. That's the, that's the live show. So we keep that <laughs> shit. <going>. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. So Justin Fields, Kennesaw, Georgia's own, twenty-five years old. Yep. Obviously. Y'all have – he's been probably the most polarizing guy talked in Atlanta for the last couple of years that does not play for Atlanta. Um, and uh, I'll, I'll say this, man. Like, he had absolutely shit to work with in Chicago for the first couple of years. Like, just no weapons. When Darnell Mooney is your best receiver, uh, there's no running back really to just get behind. Uh, there's not – your offensive line is just – God awful. You're having to run for your life. I'm like, you're running because you have to, number one. He's good at it, but also he had to. Um, but if y'all recall when we played him, not this previous year, but in 2022, the man damn near died. I mean, he was just getting hit he all over the field. Lit up that so man, many times. Didn't he have something up with his ribs after the game? His ribs, his shoulder was like all jacked up. I, and, mean, I mean, we tore him up. Mm-hmm. And but if you look at this year. Uh, you give him a DJ Moore who has the best year of his career, uh, mm. you know, and and you surround him with some guys. Look what happens, and that's what's crazy. And that's what we said all, you know. Uh, and I'm not I'm not making excuses for him or anybody. I'm just saying, in general, at the quarterback position, you can't throw anybody. Look at Bryce Young. I think Bryce Young's a hell of a lot better quarterback than he is this Bryce year. Bryce Young is going to be a, a, I won't say great, but it's going to be a good quarterback. It's yeah. just the fact of they have to do something up there right. because it looks horrible for him right, right. now. And it's like, so you you can't just throw a quarterback into any situation and say like, oh, well, see, he sucks. No, like what, what is what is the system he's in? Who are the people that are around him? Like all that stuff matters. It's not just the guy out there throwing the ball, making like it's there's just so many things that go into that. And if you look at, I mean, like I said, last year, you're, he played 73% of the snaps due to injury, um, 2,500 yards, just over 2,516 touchdowns, nine interceptions, uh, had 124 rushing attempts for almost 700 yards. So you, you're going to get that that really uh, he is probably an elite type of rushing guy as a quarterback. Uh, and then you yep. throw into a guy that can, he can make every throw on the field without yep. a doubt. Um, he smoked us in Chicago in the driving snow. So I didn't want to hear anybody talk about our quarterback during that game because that guy had no problem with the driving snow and cold wind. Um, but yeah, you're looking at somebody that's uh, entering the final year of his rookie contract. So if it is a trade that's made, then we pick up his fifth year and then, yeah, he's going to get paid at that point for sure. Uh, but it's not a problem if he's performing, if you, if you, if you, that's a good problem to have. If you bring him in and it's like, Oh, okay. You got, now you want to get paid. Then good. That means you've probably won some games these last couple of years, maybe made some yeah. deep drives in the playoffs or 
even a Super Bowl. Who knows? Now I'm, I said that so I can throw in my Super Bowl cut. Um, yes. So, uh, you know, like I'm, I'm down with this, man, to be honest with you. Like this is like I'll be completely down with this. And one thing, and I'll let you talk. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of folks are like, well, why would, you, why would you want the Chicago's willing to get rid of them? They're willing to trade them. It's because there is potentially a generational guy. There's, I hate using that word, but there's potentially that guy yep. that they cannot afford to pass on again like they did when they dropped Miss, Mr. Trubisky when they could have had Patrick Mahomes. They cannot have that happen again. Yep. So if this is any other year and there's not a Caleb Williams or maybe even a Drake May up there, they're not worth, they're not draft. We're not talking this. We're not having this conversation. They're not there. Justin's going to play out this contract and they'll figure it out. The only reason he is being traded is because that guy's on the board uh, and can, they can, and they can take him. And of course he's going to be cheaper over the next few years and maybe more, maybe better, maybe more electrifying. We don't know, but that's, that's why. So uh, Justin feels buddy. Go ahead. If this was next year, we would not be having this discussion. We would not be having this discussion about Justin Fields. We would be saying, all right, Justin Fields is Justin Fields has another year. They're going to get uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. You know, somebody's going to somebody's going to try to go up and get um, Shador Sanders because everybody needs a quarterback. Um, but because it's this year and because you have that chance to reset with Caleb Williams or Drake May, whichever, whichever, whichever one is your fancy. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, of all of all players, you do that, and this regime, this these guys, Ryan Poles, um, you know Matt Eberflus, they have no, they have no ties to Justin Fields. Mm-mm. There's no reason for Justin Fields to stay here. If anything, getting somebody like Caleb Williams is job security for 100%. much longer than Justin Fields would get, especially if you're given a crossroads. There's nothing worse than sticking with the guy because you were too scared to pull the trigger and that guy turning out to be exactly what you thought he was going to be. And that is probably exactly why Justin Fields is even talked about to be on the market. And if you look at it and you look at the value that you're going to give up for him, you're giving up a second round pick probably. Mm-hmm. Maybe a conditional fourth or a conditional third that turns into a fourth if he does if he if he doesn't pan out. Mm-hmm. Get to get that and add another elite talent. I didn't say elite quarterback, elite talent around a locker room full of elite talent with a players coach like Raheem, with a offensive court with a play caller. Hopefully, because we still haven't seen Zach Robinson make, I mean, a call plays, but mm-hmm. hopefully, like Zach Robinson with the defense that should still be good. Yep. For 2024, you're essentially giving Justin Fields saying, look, this is this is your shot, buddy. Yep. For you've you've been you've been over in hell for a solid four years. This is your this this is your chance to shine, and I don't like the fact that play, that people are like people are like oh you know if if Terry wanted Justin they would have gotten Justin in 2021 which I am on record saying I fully believe that's what should have happened but um 
I mean, they still had Matt Ryan there. Mm-hmm. And apparently, if you remember, if you remember in 2021, they were just, they were like, we're not trying to rebuild. We're trying to win now. Yep. Yeah. They sat out there and puffed their chest out with that while they had Mike Davis. Oh, I can't even talk about it. About Couldn't him. even say, say rebuild. He, he just he, he just retired today. I can't, I can't say anything about yeah. Mike Davis. Shout out to Mike yeah, Davis. Yeah. Right. Shout out to Mike Davis. Shout out to Mike Davis. Quad King. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I just, I don't see, I don't see a downside to it other than maybe you just lose that second rounder this year that could have been a, you know, you know that could have been a player, you know, that could have been a, a difference maker, which is fine. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But you're, but, you're betting the most on the, in- but you're betting on the most important position. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. You're betting on the most important position. And given the traits that he has, the fact that he does have the arm strength to make every throw, the fact that he does have the arm strength to push it vertically, that he does have that mobility to get out of the pocket as well as make a play with his legs on designed runs. Mm-hmm. I just don't see if, 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 if it's a first rounder, I can't do it. If it's if it's an eight, if it's no, an eight, no. I can't do it. No, same. But if it's forty three and uh and something for next year, let's say a third or a fourth next year, I pull the trigger and mm-hmm. you start outfitting this team as you see fit to maximize what Justin Fields does best. Yep. And are you now? Where'd you still draft a guy at some point? In this draft? Yeah. Or would you wait a year or two? Not at eight. No, hell no. No. Not at eight. But I could see if somebody like a Michael Pratt fell or Spencer Rattler, Mm -hmm. something like that, if one of those guys fell and you're like, well, I mean – I don't really like any defenders at this point in time in, in, in the draft. Let's just get another guy in here, mm-hmm. you know, see and, and see, see what we have there. But honestly, not necessary. Yeah, I agree. Not in this draft. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and I mean, looking at – and also I've, I've read and heard folks say, well, you know, he, he doesn't – he's not a great fit for Zach's you know, his offense and, you know, like he's not an elite processor. And I mean I, – I think a lot of folks just haven't really watched a lot of his games or mm-hmm. seen a lot of him play because um, that first year, like, I don't, I don't, like, we've already There's, talked about what he was working with, but oh. it's, it's real easy when you're a young quarterback to start seeing ghosts. Um, and mm-hmm. he was there, and I, I've watched quite a bit of him throughout the years. Um, and there was a lot of that, of like his time clock getting sped up because of, I'm about to get smashed. You know, yeah. and, and 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 making a quick decision, which was the wrong decision, or putting too much on a pass or not enough, something like that, all that stuff you could see that happening. But what you what mm-hmm. you saw happening in year two and three was that slowing down, and you could start seeing him actually. Okay, I can go through my progressions. I've got time to go through my progressions. Like what the hell? Mm-hmm. You know, I don't have to run for my life. Like you know, and it still wasn't perfect last year. Don't get me wrong for the for the Bears nor him. They all got issues. You know, mm-hmm. like that they can work on and get better at. But they wouldn't be on the market if they if they didn't. Exactly. And so, I mean, to me, though, when our position with 
our team is currently constructed. And y'all don't forget, Zach Robinson was a dual threat QB, right? I mean, like he, when he was a QB, he at, was, uh, out, there, he was State, out here torching. He ran a lot. Yeah. So like he's not opposed to working with the like he wants an athletic quarterback. Don't get I mean, don't get that twisted at all. Um, so to me, the fit is pretty damn good, you know, like on paper, you know, and you surround him with the guys we got, and you're going to add to that to the to the offensive room. Obviously, your wide receivers, and who knows what we're going to do with tight end and stuff you like have, that. And then, like you said, when you started, you have the elite running ability that 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 defenses now have to account for. After you're taking somebody, you're bringing somebody into the box, and you're taking them out. Yes. Of coverage because they have to account for the fact that this guy can beat you with just his legs. Yep. The fact that you have that, and honestly, the fact that he didn't even like really show that at Ohio State, which was crazy. But um, no. Yeah, he, yeah, he was he was a he was a pot he was a pocket passer in Ohio State. That was wild. Yeah. But um the fact that he has that, the fact that he has those 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 traits that you have that can take away from a defense's scheme that defense has to you know, that a defense mm-hmm. has to account for. I just don't see how I just I I just I just don't see how the upside doesn't outweigh the cons, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, all right, man. So we'll end it there. But we, I do want to say this, and I think Savion agrees with me. As we said, plan A through F, you go get your damn guy in the draft. Go get your dude in the draft. This should We should not be here unless there is unless there's just no way that they're moving up, which is a possibility because these three guys mm-hmm. up at the top are, are filthy. Yep, yep. And I haven't uh, – I haven't watched enough on JJ yet to have a really solid. You're gonna opinion. have to watch the whole season, so just prepare yeah. yourself. Like yeah. he's got, he's got maybe six or seven reps a game that you're like, oh, okay, that's JJ McCarthy. Hmm. Okay. That's the one guy. Well, I look forward to that. Um, uh, <laughs> and then, um, you know, Penix. I like Penix, but Savion, I've said on the show a hundred times, man, um, yep. a left-handed guy scares me to death because. Caleb McGarry's garden is blindside. And yes. so I don't think Caleb can get any better than what he already is. We know what Caleb is. No, Caleb's, um, no, Caleb's done. Yeah. So, you know, are you going to address that right tackle position as well? Because otherwise, Michael's going to be getting small, you know, get smoked. Um, mm-hmm. But I do like him. Though. I like what he brings to the quarterback. So, um, you know, I, ideally, yeah, I love to see him move up and whichever guy. Well, if it's a Drake, great. If it's a Jaden Daniels, great. Uh, whatever they prefer, that's fine with me. You know, like that's, that's I'll be more excited about that. Again, I don't think Caleb's going to be an option. That's why I don't really even mention I him. I don't think Caleb's going to be an option. I think that Caleb is going to be. I'm, I'm very like intrigued to see like if Justin Field doesn't come to us, who else is going to get him? Like, yeah. you know, you you know, you hear Pittsburgh, you hear New England. I even saw Raiders the other day. For some reason, I was just saying that for some reason, Las Vegas is now in the. Yeah, yeah, Las Vegas is somehow Mm. in the chat. You know, I I don't don't know how that happened, but I mean, it makes sense. It makes sense, kind of, sort of, maybe. I even read that. um, If you read this now, but Pittsburgh is possibly going to stand pat with uh, Kenny Pickett and uh, whatever they have there, which is hilarious to me. That's not good. That's no, not no, I, I, that's, I mean, no diss to Art, but Art needs a quarterback that can legitimately play. 
to run that offense. <laughs> like, oh I mean, God. like he's, he really needs really, a quarterback. He's really, gonna, he's really gonna bring Ryan Tannehill in, isn't he? I'd have no doubts. And that's he's the one guy, one of the guys we did not mention on the show because there's. I there, refuse there's, to believe that Ryan Tannehill will be anywhere near this offense. Exactly, he's not a fit at all. Like there's there's not a remote fit to this offense for what time Brian Hill brings. So it was it made no sense for us to even mention it. <laughs> but um, he might fit in Pittsburgh though. But so I mean, you know, go right ahead and try to run that uh, deal up there. But um, I can almost guarantee that Art Art pitched that at some point in time during his. Oh, I've no doubt. I no know doubt. he did, and he, and and Arthur Blank was like, "Yeah, buddy, that's not happening." Mm-hmm. No. But just do. Let me just pick one more, guys. One more. I got it. This last guy. This is gonna be it. I promise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Um, sure. For sure. For sure. For sure. It's it's <laughs> it's. Look, uh, security's gonna rough you up on the way out. Exactly. Just for that, you're gonna get kicked in the nuts around the way out the door. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, man. And the uh, also read and whether it's true or not that the bear, the Bears were hoping to do right by Justin by letting him being involved on these trade talks. Uh, potential trade log and being like almost necessarily picking sure. so if that's the case great but um you know that's that that's huge for atlanta exactly that's, exactly that makes perfect that 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 means oh okay so i get to i get to go back home right if that's if that's what the falcons are planning to do yes but um anywho guys that's all man we wanted to run through we got just a, we got an hour and 15 we had a little extra talk too and not just but i mean hell we got through 12 different quarterbacks we got through uh some pluses and some minuses of uh of all of them and kind of what we thought and so you guys can let us know what you think man drop a comment let us know uh what guy would you prefer if you prefer any guys or if you would um prefer a rookie and before we go to i did put out a poll out there on on twitter to uh, just kind of gauge kind of you know what the twitter or X verse, whatever the hell you want to call it. Twitterverse. Um, we're not doing. We're not. We're not. No, it's not X. Twitter. All right. Yeah, I'm down with you. I'm sorry. Um, no, 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 I'm, I'm with it. Um, but yeah, just to see kind of what folks were uh, were looking at as far as a quarterback goes. So my 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 options were draft the first rounder and he starts this year. Mm-hmm. You get you get a vet and still go draft a first rounder. Mm-hmm. You get a vet, go draft second or third rounder. You get a vet and don't draft a QB at all. So we right. kind of talked about all those situations. Uh, Forty. This is uh, out of let me see, uh, eight hundred and sixty-eight votes. Forty-three percent said draft a first rounder and start them this year. So that was kind of surprising to me, um, which huh. I'm down, which I'm down with. But you know, and I said this saving on our last show, if that's the case, and you're planning on no vet whatsoever, y'all got to expect some very highs and some very lows from whatever quarterback yes. it is because and the thing with that is I think Falcons fans would be okay with that because it would feel we're working like towards something. new beginnings. Yeah, yeah. You're working. Exactly. It feels like you're hitting the reset button sort of. And the way that they've kind of hit the reset button with drafting these guys back to back to back, you almost give yourself a chance. You almost give yourself because you have Kyle Pitts and his option coming up pretty soon. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so there's going to be that. Drake London's option is probably the one that you're going to have to worry about the most. Yeah. yeah. Because if he has another year there where he's just a dude, you know. Then, yeah, pay him like a know, dude. Yeah. You got to have to pay him like a dude. Mm-hmm. And then Bijan's. I mean, at this, at that point, I don't think running back contracts are gonna are gonna be too much higher. I mean, unless Jameer Gibbs just looks like an absolute animal next season. True. Yeah. Um, very true. 
So you kind of have a window here, like with Kyle's option, Drake's option, and then having to deal with Bijan at the end. Mm-hmm. You kind of have a window where if you want to develop a guy, you got it. You can. Mm-hmm. You can. And it's and you can be, and the thing is, with how weak the NFC South looks like it's going to be for a while, those three years could easily be the start of something where it's like, okay, guys want to stay here because why would you leave? We're winning. Exactly. Exactly. And then the so, second, yeah, I agree with you. And then the second uh, most was a vet and then draft first round 36%, um, yeah. which in that scenario, your vet is like your percent or your. I mean, right. I mean, in my, in my, in my opinion, in my opinion, I think the best way to do this is to get Kirk and then bring in JJ. Cause I think JJ McCarthy is a perfect fit in a mm-hmm. pseudo McVay offense, Yeah, but it's just, he needs some seasoning. So you bring right. in Kirk, you, know, you bring in Kirk, you say you want to win for the next two years. All right, cool. Go do that. Go try and find what you can do. And then you reset everything with JJ McCarthy after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure, yeah. If that's, that's, if that's, that's if yeah. it's a good point, yeah. If if you're going with JJ, then the Kirk's are perfect. You know, if you're now if you're going to go with, you know, say you if you're still looking to move up and getting your Jaden or whatever, then you're right. definitely going like your lower tier guy just for literally a year to give this guy a chance to watch, get better, whatever. Uh, and, and knowing start and, next and knowing fa- and knowing fans, they're like, yo, let's go ahead and get this guy in now. Let's start. Let's exactly. go ahead and get them bullets. Let's go ahead and get him in those live bullets now. And it's like, yeah. Yeah, we'll see. And only eleven percent said to get, uh, to get a vet and draft second and third round, and ten percent said get a vet and don't draft a QB at all. Which I, I guess that ten percent, just like you said earlier, like you guys just want to go win right now and the hell with the next <laughs> five, five who, to ten years. Who needs a win? Who needs a window? That's right. Hey, who 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 needs to who who needs to develop a franchise? Exactly. We have the franchise right here. Yeah, that's basically what it's going down to. So. All right, buddy. Well, dude, thank you so much for uh, hanging out with me for uh, an hour. Ooh, we're almost at 90 minutes anyway, but hey, hey, hanging out with me for an hour and 20 it's minutes. It's okay. It's okay. Talking these quarterbacks, man. Um, and we got to have you back on our regular show soon as mm-hmm. well. We got plenty of time here in this offseason, and uh, and so we can get back on Mike. Mike wanted to come on with this one, but Mike, uh, like I said, he's got a little addition uh, to the to y'all, y'all are going to see just when we close this one down. Yes. <laughs> and, yes. uh, so he'll, yeah, he'll 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 show you that. But we'll be back on Thursday night, as always, guys. My my goal is to have this video edited and and done by eight p.m. on Tuesday night. So that's my goal. I don't know if I'm going to make that goal, but that is my goal as we sit here on a Monday. You got this. So yes, you that's got what. This. Yeah, dude, I'm having to relearn all this. Not relearn, learn for the first time how to do all this shit, which is not bad. It's fun, but it's just it's time consuming as hell trying to edit everything yes. and trying to like the, put some, you know, different uh noises and you know stickers and all that kind of shit on there. But it's fun. It's fun. But uh anyway guys look we appreciate y'all for hanging with us for hour and twenty. Again, man, put in the comments who you guys would like. If it's a vet, put down who you want, man. If it's a uh, who you want as a rookie, that's fine too, man. And we'll we'll have more videos. You want a vet and a rookie. Yeah, it could be both, um, but we'll, we'll we'll definitely have, uh, like I said, videos on those guys as far as the draft prospects go coming out closer to the draft. Just wanted to go, you know, attack these free agents. I'm not sure what I'm going to hit next. I might hit maybe just the, just uh, the secondary in general. I might hit safeties and corners next week and see uh, who we might add 
to that room uh, to finish, not to finish it. We'll still, I'll, I, again, I'm going to see how many I can get to with these. Cough, Jerry Sneak, right. cough. <clears throat> yes, and Jordan Fuller. But uh, yeah, so um, <laughs> be great. Um, but uh, yeah, man, so let's save them before we go, man. Tell everybody where they can find you again, man, and, uh, and find your work. Yes, sir. Find me down here at my Twitter. I don't know how how this works. I think it's this way. Yeah, yeah you got like it. There it at mixins underscore NFL. Um, work over at Vikings Wire, Blogging Dirty, and Around the Block Network. Uh, New Millennium's Falcons podcast at NM Falcons on Twitter. Um, New Millennium Falcons on YouTube. Uh, we just did a post Super Bowl um, pre combine uh, discussion. Um, and it was a lot of fun. It was me and Fleek. Oh, we had so much fun. Um, but yeah, um, trying to get the band back together. We think we're, I think we're going to record Thursday. We're going to see what we can do, but, uh, it's, it's starting to get to that time where, you know, content is, content is going to be huge for guys like us. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, anytime y'all need us, man, you just give us a holler, you know, we'll be there in a half second, man. hundred percent. To do some collabs, man, because uh, you know, you, you and and Fleek, man, a couple of our favorite guys to have on the show. It's always easy. It's just like, you know, like I said, honorary honorary members of the show, pretty much for the, for the most part. 100%. So, um, but uh, yeah, man. So again, man, thank you all, guys. Make sure you go follow New Million Falcons on uh, Spotify. Drop them a five star review if you can. It helps it helps their their podcast get out there to more folks. Same thing on iTunes, man. Drop them a five star on iTunes, um, and this it helps it, it tremendously. And it only takes half a second of y'all's time. So again, man, if you're here watching this video, man, help us out. Drop us a like. Subscribe to the video. We much appreciate it, man. And uh, we will catch y'all next week uh, again with a with secondary video from myself. Catch you live on Thursday night talking about probably this and who knows whatever the hell else comes up between uh, now and then. Because it's, it's, it's the NFL, oh, so, baby. That's always something to talk about, man. So uh, we will catch y'all guys next week, man. Much love. Peace. <laughs>